What's up, everybody? Turn this down. Hope everyone's doing great. Happy uh, Thanksgiving after the fact. It's good to see you guys this morning. Um, man, I hope everyone had an awesome time with their families and friends. I am so happy the holidays are over. Of course, we're going into a new one now, but um, I was ready to get back to work today. Good morning, TA. Good to see you. Good morning, Keith. Good to see you, my friend. How the heck is the weather in Canada? Good morning, Toby. Good to see you. Good to see you, Lauren. Good to see you, Tia and Keith. Great to see you guys this morning. Um, straight up, today I'm excited. I. Good morning, Mariana. How are you? Good morning, Charlene. I am so excited about today. I, I really can't stand it. I had the privilege of meeting Greg, our guest today. Oh, my gosh. It's been, I think it's been six months. I got to meet him in Tampa, Florida. And um, just an incredible guy doing incredible things, helping people just transform their businesses and their lives. Um, my God, he has an Emmy Award. He is nominated for another Emmy with one of his reality shows that's out that is just incredible. They just He just does amazing work, and I, it just means a lot to me to have him on the show. So I'm really, really excited to introduce you guys to Greg Rollett. Everybody say hello to Greg. In three, two, one. Good morning, City Cooper. How you doing, buddy? Good to What's see up? you. What's up, my man? What's happening? Did I say your last name right? It was close, man. It's just roulette. It's just roulette. Just roulette. You got it, man. Just roll with it. I like it. I'm sorry, man. How you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. It's Monday morning, man. I'm ready to go. I see you're, you're ready to go too. You're always on. What I, I'm gonna, what I love about you, and, and I have to ask you what you're grateful for right after this, but what I really love about you, and just from watching what you've done, and then after meeting with you uh, in person in Tampa, I, I love the fact that not only are you all about your business and empowering other entrepreneurs, but you are quite the family man, too. I mean, you have beautiful kids. Um, like, how – I'm jumping to my first question already, but – Dude, you're so ambitious, like so ambitious. And so many people believe that you have to sacrifice something like family or physical fitness. Dude, you're doing all of it. Like you're the yeah. family man. You're the athlete. You're the TV show. You're all of it. How do you manage all of that? <laughs> very, uh, very carefully. Um, but um, no, man, for real. So if something's important to you, put it on the calendar. And it, it sounds weird, right? That I actually like schedule time with my kids. But the reason I do that is because that means no one else can interrupt that time. I think right. a lot of people, especially other dads that, that I get a chance to, to hang out with is, yeah, they're physically at the park, but they're at the park like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, buddy. Oh yeah. Way to, way to, you know, when I'm at the park, like I'm at the park. And so, but also when I'm at the office, I'm at the office. And, right. you know, like for the gym, things like that. So if something's really important to you, schedule it, make yourself accountable for it. And, you know, so every day, you know, when my alarm goes off, like it's scheduled, I'm going to the gym and, you know, playtime is scheduled, bed and bath time for my kids is scheduled. And then guess what? 
No one else can book a call during those times. No one else can book a meeting during those times. And so, you know, it's, it's silly. Like, you know, like next Thursday, my wife has like this cookie party, you know, that, that she wants to go to. Well, guess what? It's on my calendar. And that means that I don't schedule any calls. And I'm like, that's, that's my time to be. And you were going to ask like, what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for her because she allows me to do all this crazy shenanigans, um, that I do. Um, and, and usually says yes for the most part, you know, but. I think a lot of people want to do things, but they don't make the time for it. And uh, there's a great guy, his name's Craig Ballantyne, uh, who who taught me a lot of this, one of my coaches and mentors. Um, and, you know, discipline actually equals freedom. And I think a lot of people think that freedom is being able to do, you know, whatever you want, whatever you want, however you want. And that sounds great in theory, but then, you know, you have too many choices. You have too many things that you could do. When you wake up in the morning, you don't know what's the highest priority. And so for me, you know, having discipline, like, uh, one of the things that, that I do is 5 p.m. to uh, 8.30 p.m. Every day, I'm home. doesn't matter, you know, like the president could call, like Richard Branson, Mark Cuban. Like, it doesn't matter, like, who wants to set a meeting. Like, I'm home. And I remember uh, when we met and we hung out, like, we met at, like, 8.30 at night. And it's because I don't leave the house until the kids are down and sleeping. And then, boom, cool, Josh, let's go, let's go hang. Um, so, you know, that's been very, very important to me is if you say something's important to you, is it actually important to you? Is it on the calendar? Is it scheduled? Um, and with the ambitious side, like do your actions match your ambitions? You can talk about these things all the time, but do you actually make time for it? If you want to write that book, 30 minutes in the morning, like wake up a couple minutes earlier, put it on the schedule, do it, do it, do it. And uh, you'll be amazed at how much you can actually accomplish. Dude, that's beautiful. Um, but we, so we skipped a step and it's my fault. <laughs> I have to know, my man, what are you grateful for today? You know, just coming off of Thanksgiving, uh, we did this at, at, at dinner and really to me, like, it, I am very, very grateful for my wife. She allows me to do these crazy things. Like I was, uh, actually just on the phone with Brandon, uh, you know, one of my co-hosts from the, from the TV show about, uh, we just got an offer this morning for a sponsor for season two. And I was like, you want to do this again? Like, you want, you want to go on this ride? Um, but she was actually the second person that I asked because the first person that I called was my wife. And I was like, Hey, are you ready to go on this ride again? Because that means I got to travel to six to eight different cities. I'm going to be gone for multiple days. I'm going to be away from the kids. So um, I'm grateful that she stays home with the kids. She is a great mother. She provides. She does the laundry, like all the crap. But again, it allows me to do what I'm my, uh, as Dan Sullivan called them, unique abilities. So many people do things that they're not supposed to be doing in life. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I've discovered my unique ability and I've found people like my wife, like my kids, like my business partners, like Brandon, like people like you who allow me to share my unique ability through these shows. I do what I'm the best in the world at and I let everyone else handle the rest. And so I'm very grateful for my wife that she enjoys, you know, being home with the kids and being that mother so that I can do the things that I need to do um, as a business owner, as a, as a creative, as a whatever you want to call it. Well, and it's it's a lot because I going through the, everything from the television, uh, the television show. You're an amazing author, like you're a great writer. The, yeah. the content that you create and put out is so unique and fresh, and unlike anything anyone else does. I mean, I'm I'm a fan. Like Thank I you. didn't I, I didn't really know that much about you, and then we met, and then after that, I started paying attention and watching what you're up to, and it, it's it's inspiring because. It's so outside of the box of what the norm and what is being preached. Like you're doing it all. Um, and congratulations for season two, man. That's that's so cool. Congratulations with that. Not, not quite congratulations and orders yet, but like good things are happening. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm very hopeful that there'll be a season two. What? Did, how did you find? So one of the episodes that I watched, you interviewed um, the girl from Iowa. What yeah. was that all about? Can you tell us about her? 
Yeah, so Iowa was really cool. So uh, one of the girls, and I, hopefully we're talking on the same page, is um, they, they have this great company called Kinesol, and they were uh, they had these, uh, man, uh, basically it dries fruit. Um, and so, uh, and they take these things and bring them to third world countries. Um, and because, you know, again, food doesn't last there. They don't have refrigeration. They don't have electricity. They don't have all these things. So, you know, these, this, the, the thing that dries the fruit, again, I'm screwing up the name of it. But, um, you know, and they started this thing, and this is what's crazy. And this is what I, I think that, you know, Everyone has an excuse in the book. And, you know, these kids from Des Moines had every excuse in the book to not tackle a problem like poverty, you know, in third world countries. They started making this thing in in uh, one of their partner's barns, like in a barn in Iowa, just like constructing it from like pieces of wood and, you know, just putting it all together and scrapping the parts together. And then, you know, again, you don't have money. Cool. There's ways to find money. There's ways to find resources for them. It was entering business plan competitions. And that was their means of, you know, they got $5,000 a year and $10,000 a year and $2,500 a year. And, you know, it all adds up over time. And so there's all, when there's a will, when you have something worth fighting for, there's a way. And I think that's what was really cool about their story is they kept finding a way. You know, they didn't have resources. Well, cool. They went to all these barns and, you know, got scrap wood from these guys and got glass from this person and, you know, figured out how to make doors from a carpenter in town. And then when they didn't have money to build the next prototype, they went and did these business plan competitions. And so the resourcefulness of people, I think, is is really powerful. I think where most people fail is they want to either be an entrepreneur because they think it's cool, uh, because they want to, you know, slap up the word entrepreneur, but they, they don't have, they don't wake up every day, like inspired and passionate to actually do something. You know, the people, I, I love watching like Gary Vee lately, like everyone loves watching Gary Vee, but like lately he's just been, you know, these people like call into the show and they're like, Gary, I want to be an entrepreneur. And he's like, if you have to think about what you want to create, you're not an entrepreneur. Like entrepreneurs wake up with problems that they want to solve. If you don't have a problem that you want to solve, Sorry, bud, but you're, you're not in business. If you're like, man, I've been waiting to discover my passion. Well, then you're not passionate yet. Like put in the work and going back to what you said about like my content, like I'm good at what I do because I've been doing this for 12 years. Like I didn't just start shooting video yesterday. I didn't just start like doing marketing yesterday. Like, you know, I've spent millions of dollars on marketing campaigns, sending direct mail out, running infomercials, running TV commercials, running radio commercials, running, you know, uh, Yahoo ads, you know, back in the day before like Google ads and Facebook ads. And so I think a lot of people are forgetting that they got to put in the work. They got to put in the time. They got to actually become really, really good at, you know, a craft. It doesn't matter what the craft is, but be good at a craft. Um, and, and the other stuff becomes easy because when you're really good at a craft, you're resourceful. Like this morning, like I'm reading like 20 different lawyer brochures today because I'm building a lawyer brochure, you know, for a client. And the reason why it's going to be really good is because I'm doing the work. I'm putting in the research, I'm putting in the time and it makes writing things very, very easy. So become resourceful with the things that are around you, but get really good at a craft. If you don't wake up wanting to solve a problem in the world, then Bro, just go get a job until you find that thing that, you know, actually lights a fire under your ass. Because most of the time, if you're doing it, you know, look, we all got to make money. I'm doing things to make money, 100%, right? Because this office and the nice stuff and the nice car, like, doesn't pay for itself. <laughs> Kids' diapers doesn't pay for itself. But if that's the only reason I would do it, I would dread this. I would hate this. I would, you know, I would quit and, and try something new because stuff is hard, man. Like, when you're building a show, you're building a brand, you're building, like, getting that first sale is hard. Getting that second sale is hard. And if you're not doing it for the right reasons, it is, uh, it's going to be really, really difficult. Those days when only six people watched your show are going to be really difficult if you don't actually care about the show, if you don't actually care about the people, um, in the show. So I'm totally off subject and just ranting, but I'm just, no, you know, I love it's you, Monday dude. and I'm, I'm going to roll, man. <laughs> I get it. I start preaching sometimes and just go off and like, I don't even know where I started from. So I get it. Um, <laughs> Big shout out everyone, Diana, Ashley, Marshall, good to see you, Horn, Cindy, uh, Twilight, great seeing you guys. If you guys feel like 
you have uh, somebody out there that you know, tag them in this video if you think they need to watch it or share it. Um, Greg is seriously dropping knowledge already. So you keep you brought up problem. You you brought up problems multiple times. What is the problem you're compelled to solve? Yeah, I think um, so. Part of the problem is is on all right. So there's TV, Greg, and I think the problem that I'm trying to solve there is entertainment for entrepreneurs. Is there's a lot of people who will teach like info marketers that sell courses, things like that, that'll teach you like how to do Facebook ads, how to do that. But it's not entertaining. It's the most boring thing in the entire world, but you're learning a skill, right? Um, and then there's stuff like, you know, Shark Tank, which is a little, uh, um, in fantasy land ish, right? Um, you know, because most people either A, aren't going on the show or it's a fantasy to actually build the product and, and all that. So I want to actually bring entertainment to entrepreneurs where we are entertaining and we, there's some humor and there's some emotion behind it. But at the same time, they leave each episode learning something. I think that's what's been great about Ambitious Adventures is everyone who's, you know, sent us something said, man, that was cool. I almost didn't know that I was learning stuff. And, you know, they walk out, you know, but that's good, right? They're entertained. They're seeing me, you know, uh, you know, we played horse against Lewis Howes, you know, from School of Greatness. And, you know, I tried to slam dunk and I like fell on my, you know, I got rejected by the rim. And it was just, it was comical. But in the same context, we're learning how to build a great podcast, how to build a great personal brand. And so entertainment for entrepreneurs, I think, is is, is the problem I'm trying to solve on the TV side. Um, what actually, you know, our, our agency really tries to solve is, you know, the idea of so many people, again, want to have that personal brand, want to have high-end video, want to do these, you know, uh, have this amazing personality-driven brand, but they don't know how to do it. So we come in uh, with a done-for-you solution because I know, again, I've been in the info publishing space for such a long time where I, I, I would sell courses. I would sell, you know, how to create your first product or how to do this, how to do that. And I hated the failure rate in that, meaning that if I sold a thousand courses, 10 people would end up doing what they bought and the other 9,080 of them would do nothing. They would, they would never ask for a refund. They'd be happy with their purchase. You know, they maybe watched a couple of videos, but never do anything. Um, so we really switched to a done for you model where yes, it's a little more expensive, but everyone walks out with that end result. Um, whether that's on a, a TV side. So we create done for you TV shows for our clients, which is uh, about 70% of what we do right now. And then we also do done for you info products. So people come into our studio and in one day they walk out with a product and a sales page and a membership site and kind of the whole deal so that they can do their thing. So they stop freaking talking about it um, and they actually do it. So um, the done for you services side, and trust me, I would love to just sell info products because there's no backend, there's no delivery, there's no customer service. There's no, you know, this morning, like my editor came in and he's like, man, I got more edits to do. They, they like this, but they want to change this. Like that stuff sucks. Like client services sucks, but I'm delivering a better product and I care about my end user. I think that's the other difference. I'm not, I, yes, I want to make money. I said it earlier. I'm very capitalistic. I want to make money, but I give a shit about the person on the other side of the camera. I care about them. I want to get them results. I don't want to just sell them something with a shiny wrapper on it. Um, I want to actually deliver on, on what I'm trying to do. Um, I'm going to sidetrack real quick because I think this is important. Where yeah. I think most people either get camera shy, get gun shy, get, uh, you know, they're, they're scared to do like what you're doing right now to like do their own show. They're scared to do their own podcast. They're scared to create a product. It's because they're thinking about it from their own lens. They're thinking about it of, I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want to say something that might offend someone. That's very selfish. The, the real transformation happens when you're thinking about the end, the person who's watching it. So I don't care how silly I look right now. I don't care if there's a hair out of place. There's none because I checked, but you know, like, <laughs> but you know, like, I don't care how I look. I don't care. Like if I do something silly, like drop a pen or whatever, because I'm so focused on the person who's watching this, everyone who's watching live. And I see these comments coming up like that fuels me. Like, I don't care how I look. I don't care if I look silly. If I say something wrong, like 
all I care about is the person on the other end because someone might go, wow, I tuned in to watch Josh's show this morning and it, it helped me. It, it changed my life. It gave me something to do. Wh- whatever the case is, that to me is way more important than how I look and how I sound. If you can overcome that and stop making it about you and make it about the person on the other end, boy, the world will open up to you because you will stop being so vain. You'll stop your ego, put your ego aside. It's about helping. It's about service. It's about value. Um, and if you care about that, good things will happen to you, my friends. I, wow, that was amazing. Um, we could end the show on that, but we're not. I'm not <laughs> oh. no, no, yeah, you just dropped the mic. I, I love that. So uh, one of the things that I know you help a lot, you work with doctors and professionals in yeah. helping them brand themselves. Can you give a little insight? Because I have several doctors that actually watch the show. Can, yeah. you, can you give some insight on that, please? Yeah, so I truly believe that people buy, and I'm not the first to ever say this, I won't be the last, that people buy from people, right? They buy from people that they know, like, and trust, um, especially when it comes to professional services. So let's say there's six brain surgeons that are right in front of me. Um, I don't know the difference between any of the brain surgeons. Like, I assume that you all went to school, you all got, you know, your certifications or whatever it is to, to operate on my brain. Um, so I don't know how to say that this brain surgeon's surgery is better than the next guy. So what makes me want to choose him to do my brain surgery? Um, and I think it's the guy that you relate to on a personal level, someone that makes you feel good, someone that you relate to. Um, like I have two young kids. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. So if this brain surgeon also had kids, a three and a five-year-old or a seven-year-old, like I, I have a connection point with him. I have an affinity point to him because he, you know, he understands what it's like to be a dad and he wants to do good surgery so that, you know, he doesn't have to tell my wife that surgery didn't go good. Um, you know, so there's all of these different things that have nothing to do with what you actually do. Right. So that's the doctor example on a real estate example. Like if you're a real estate agent, like everybody can open a lockbox and put something on, on the MLS. Like anyone can do that. Like you, you go, go to the corner thing. You spend four weeks doing the training and you can now put, you know, a lockbox on a house and put a property on the MLS. So why do they choose you? Um, maybe you know the neighborhood better. Maybe again, you have kids and you know the good schools and you know the good teachers and you know the right preschool to go to and all these things. That's what I think that you should be talking about. So many people are focused again on the X's and O's, five steps to stage your house to look better, three ways to get your house sold for more money instead of, you know, here's six places to have breakfast. You know, here's the three best coffee spots that no one knows about in San Diego. Here's, you know, uh, you know, three back routes that you could get. So if you're looking to move into town, I'm the guy that can help you to do all of these other things. If you're the surgeon, again, you know, it's not about no one wants to watch a video about brain surgery. Like no one wants to watch a video about, you know, six ways to, you know, floss your teeth. If you're a dentist, like that's the most boring shit in the entire world. But you know, how does a smile help you to become more confident? You know, uh, here's, you know, uh, what's the value in a, in in a smile? If you're, uh, you know, a doctor, you know, what are your, what's your philosophy on health? Like what makes someone more healthy, um, for someone that's diabetic, what are, you know, a couple things that they can do quick hacks and tips. And if you can uh, convey that in video, I think is the, the medium that you really want to be focused on because again, people can see you. They can relate to you. There's people watching this right now and I'm seeing again the comments that come in. They're like, man, I like this guy. There's also some people that are probably like, I hate this guy. He's too, you know, animated. He's too crazy. He's too whatever he is. I'm cool with that. But instantly, you know who I am. Instantly, Josh, they know who you are and there's a connection that you make. Um, I believe that you should, you, you're going to attract the people that you want into your life and you're going to repel everyone else, but they shouldn't have been your clients in the first place, the people that don't like you. So video is the medium that I think creates that emotion that creates that connection better than anything else. It's also the medium that has the most legs, meaning you can 
post the video on Facebook. You can post it up on YouTube. You can have the minute version for Instagram. You can have, you know, the 10 second version for Instagram stories, but you can also strip out audio and you can make it into a podcast. You can also get it transcribed and edited. Now you got blog posts that you can, you got email newsletter copy. You have all of that stuff. So if you start top down, video is the way to go. So if you're the doctor who's watching this right now, you know, I think that you should be looking to produce something that's higher in production quality than just doing one of these. Like, hey, I'm Dr. Smith, and I'm going to talk to you about this today. If that's all you got, then don't worry about it. Like, go for it. Do something, because something's better than nothing. But I think you do want to make it look like a show. You want to make it look a little, you know, valuable as opposed to just, hey, today I'm going to talk to you about your health. Like, I, I just don't think that that's the best way, especially as a doctor. Like, again, if you're trying to get someone to come in, I, I do a lot with like cosmetic dentists. Like someone's coming and dropping in like 15 grand. They don't want you doing iPhone selfie videos. You know, they want a little bit of, you know, professionals and production quality, but start shooting video. Um, start thinking about it, like I said earlier, from the context of the person watching it, not your context. They don't matter if you're wearing your blue scrubs or your white scrubs, or if you're wearing a polo, if you're wearing, like none of that matters. What matters is the content that you drive to them. So that to me is the best way to build a personal brand is to go out there and just start creating video, high quality video content that is patient focused. Like you're trying to drive business. You're not just trying to be, you know, like I don't do this just because I want to be a personality. Like, cool. That's fun. Boost the ego. I'm glad people are liking this. Um, but someone watching the show is going to say, Hey, Greg, can you do my video for me? Like that's ultimately what I'm here for. Um, and so try to move people closer to that sale. Um, and, and I think that you win. And I'm going to make sure to plug every, I mean, the, the list of things to plug for you is a mile long. So I didn't <laughs> for it. All good. But I'm going to make sure to put that in there because I also have a ton of cosmetic dentists that also watch the show. So I would awesome. love for them to be able to utilize your service because frankly, I've never seen anyone do better work. Um, Thank you, Brad. So you, you're one of, you're one of the most creative people I know. But where do the great ideas come from in your organization? Because you have a ton of fresh ideas that I haven't seen anywhere else. Uh, it's a great question, and I actually have a good answer for this one. So there's, there's two answers to it. Um, the first is I don't do this alone. So I have uh, three amazing business partners. And again, going back to what we talked about at the beginning, calendar and scheduling. Every Tuesday from 1030 to one o'clock, the, the four of us sit in a room. We're actually, um, I'm in the conference room now. So we have a nice little conference table and stuff. And we sit in here um, and we talk about stuff and we just brainstorm. And, uh, you know, so one of my things is is right now I'm talking about the, the sponsor deal that we got for Ambitious Adventure. So tomorrow we'll just brainstorm and 99% of the ideas will be crap, but one will be the one that we go on. Uh, my, my partner, Nick, you know, he just, uh, did some traveling and did some stuff. So he's going to say, Hey man, I met this guy. What do you think about this? And just, we allow ourselves that time to just creatively think, um, with no pressure. There's no right answers. There's no wrong answers. And so having good people around you to do that, whether you have a coach, whether you're part of a mastermind group, whether you, you know, just go get coffee with three of your entrepreneurial buddies, but like having people as a sounding board, I think is huge. Um, and one that you're able to be vulnerable to because some of your ideas, like again, 99% of the ideas suck and they never go anywhere. Um, but you know, you got to have those conversations to find the one that will stick because if you only have one idea, chances of that idea being the home run idea are very, very small. But if you have a long list of ideas that you're now vetting with other people that you trust and you respect, um, I think that, you know, that, that goes a very, very long way. The other thing is other people just have different perspectives. Like I see things from my perspective, my business partner, Jack's been doing this for 45 years. He's been an attorney. He's run uh, an infomercial company that did hundred, hundreds of millions of dollars a year. He just sees things from a different landscape and I'll present him with something and he'll be like, have you thought of it this way? And I'm like, my brain just doesn't work that way. Um, so, so good people. So that's answer one is, is surround yourself with good people um, as much as you can and, and have a sounding board. The second 
is I'm a big believer in, in quality input creates quality output. That if you are only watching trash TV and listening to music and you're not in, you don't have anything inbound. Um, that helps to give you ideas, then you are sorely missing out. Now, that can be, um, you know, books. Uh, it could be fiction or nonfiction. That could be podcasts. That, it could be music if that's something that helps you to be creative. Um, it could be TED Talks. It could be obviously people watching something like this um, and watching your show. Like, if they, you know, they use this as like, but don't just use it as in one ear, out the other. Like have a piece of paper and a pen out and like take notes. Like you see, I'm like taking notes on stuff like all day today on all my calls. Um, you know, so use that that input to create quality output. So for me, you know, I read all the trade publications. Uh, you know, I read Digiday in the media world, uh, Ad Age. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of like some of the other ones. Like in the financial world, I read every financial publication from Investors Business Daily to the Wall Street Journal to Forbes to Fortune to uh, like now more niche publications like Rep Magazine for financial reps um, to Insurance Newsnet Magazine for insurance people to uh, Financial Advisor Magazine to uh, Stansberry Investment Advisory, which is a newsletter. Like I read all of that stuff because. I don't, and again, 90% of it, I just, I skim through, but then one thing I'll circle it and be like, boom, that's the idea. Boom. That's the idea. Boom. That's the idea. Um, so again, I reiterate two things, have good people as a sounding board and then have quality input creates quality output. If you're not taking in quality input, you don't have anything to talk about. Like, you know, like for you, like you do a, you know, a, a regular show, I do a weekly show. Like if I didn't have any quality input, I don't have anything like I'm like a three trick pony. Like I got like three things that I can do, but I have a thousand ways that I can talk about those three things. Um, and, and I think that's the thing is you're just looking for a new story. You're looking for a new case study. You're looking for a new angle. You're looking for a new hook. You're looking for, you know, uh, you know, just something that's interesting to bring to it. Um, and that's what continues to make you interesting. So for me, instead of like creating new products all the time, I just think about new ways to talk about the same thing and people are always entertained by it. They always get value from it, but that's, but it's that input that allows me to, to have that output. You're a four trick pony. Cause I don't think you're counting rapper in your, uh, <laughs> Retired rapper. Yeah. <laughs> so what's more important to you in your organization, mission, core values, or vision? Man, that's a really good one. So I guess let me break them up. So vision for me allows me to make black and white decisions. And I think that has been a big game changer for me. Um, I'm a shiny object guy. And because of my talent and skill set, I'm able to do a lot of things and that's okay. Like I, you know, like, uh, I, if, you know, someone's like, Hey, do you want to do a benefit concert? And I'm like, yeah, my rapper hat says, yes, let's go do that. Um, <laughs> you know, you want to do another TV show. You want to go do a pilot. You want to go meet this guy for lunch. You want to go, you know, try this thing. There's, there's so many, you know, things that I could do when I really sat down and built out the vision for what we want ambitious to be in the next five years, the next 10 years. Now it's allowed me to guide my decision-making to, does that bring me towards my vision or does that bring me away from my vision? And if it brings me away from the vision, it better be like a hell yes type thing, like a bucket list item or something that I really want to do, uh, you know, just for personal fulfillment. But if it's just like a, no, that's not really on my vision and it's going to take more time than it's worth, then the answer is a no. And so vision has allowed me to make black and white decisions. Uh, a, a tangible example of this, because I, I don't like just to talk in concepts. I like to actually give people real examples. Um, I was just asked to speak at an event in uh, Kenya, and it was something that I really, really wanted to do. Um, uh, they were paying for most of my accommodations there, but I had to pay to get there, uh, and it was a 14-day trip. And um, again, I think it's a bucket list item. It's something that I really want to do. It's for entrepreneurs in Kenya, um, but you know, I took a good hard look at what do I want to accomplish you know, with the vision of the business. Will 14 days in Kenya 
Now that's 10 business days. That's 10 days away from my studio, 10 days away from creating my own content, from doing video, from working with clients, from whatever that it is. Um, does that outweigh what the benefit that I would get from Kenya? And I, and the Kenya thing was, yeah, I kind of want to do this and it would be cool, but it really takes away from the mission of what we are trying to do. So as much as the emotional side wanted to say yes, the vision logical side said no. And again, it's not always the easiest thing, even though it's black and white, it doesn't mean that it's easy, but it became black and white that, you know, so I bill out and, and this is not bragging, this is not me, but I bill out at 10,000 a day. So if someone want, you know, when people come in to do a TV shoot with us, it's 10,000 a day, people come in, you know, so, so again, 10 days out of the office, most folks on this, this show can do the math. Is that the opportunity cost that I'm leaving to go to Kenya? Is it worth that? Um, and so again, black and white, is it moved me towards the vision? The answer was no. So we said no to that. So that's vision. Um, mission, on the other hand, is something that I, it changes. Um, our, our overarching mission at the agency is to help the most people help the most people. And so what we want to do is by, you know, if I, if I help Josh to create a TV show, now I'm helping him to help more people. So everything that we do, we want to have that ripple effect that I don't want it to stop at Josh. So if someone can, comes in and creates an info product with me, um, they now have a product that's going to help their customers to get an end result who ultimately they're now going to have a better impact on their life. So if it's a health product, um, you know, how to get into shape. Well, I just helped Josh to create the health product. So now his life is better. He's got a product to sell. But now Sally buys the product. She gets in shape. Now Sally is a better employee. She's a better mom. She's a better you know person in her community. So it's that trickle down effect. So every product that we create, we want to have that you know, help the most people help the most people. So again, it's not just transactional to where, all right, cool. I helped Josh. Here's his sunflower seeds. And Josh is like, cool. I bought seeds. Like I want it to now get planted and go down to the next generation. And, and so that's how we think about creating product is based on the mission of how to help the most people help the most people. So that's how I think about mission and, and vision and how they apply to what we do. Cool. I love that, man. Um, you missed more values though. Yeah, uh, I don't have a great answer for that. Um, so it's not like I have like a piece of paper that, that lists them down. Um, I just try to do, no, it's all good, but like. You're so on point. I had to like, I had to pick on you once. I know. You had to get me. Um, I don't, so again, so it's not like I have a list. I, I think at the end of the day, I just, I am by no means a perfect person. I don't, I don't think any of us are. I think you're, you're bullshitting yourself if you think that you are. But at yeah. the end of the day, I try to do the right thing. And for me, it's, you know, it's family first take care of the people who take care of you, you know, live by the golden rule. But, you know, it, I would be lying if I said like, yep, I have a, I have my 10 core values listed and I look at them every day. Like I, I, I don't, um, forget mine if I had it. So yeah, exactly. But you know, just, just do the best that you can. Like, you know, as our business has gotten bigger, as we've tried to do more, like, do you let down some people? Do you, you can't reply to every email like things, but, but again, if you try to treat people the way that you would want to be treated for the most part, it, it, it works out. I know your time is very valuable, but I have one more question for you. Yeah. Um, what are you doing to ensure that you continue to grow and develop as a leader? Oh, man, you're, you're, you're coming hard on, on Monday morning. Um, well, you, so, you, you yeah. set yourself up for it. I know, I did. Um, so, so here's the big setup. So I set myself up to ensure that I'm always pushing forward the day that I bought Ambitious.com. Um, because I can't do something that's not ambitious because then I'm not living the brand. Um, mm -hmm. I had a, I had a great conversation with my coach. It was Craig Ballantyne again, uh, just great guy. You should check him out. Um, Craig Ballantyne. And, um, you know, he, he said, who are you looking for gold stars from that you don't necessarily need those gold stars from? And for me, it was this idea of ambition is 
I feel like I have to do something ambitious all the time because I have to live up to the brand. And uh, he was just like, dude, that's total bullshit. Like if you just, if you want to just run a 5k instead of doing like a savage race, like run the 5k, like just because it's not as ambitious as the next thing. And, but having that domain allows me um, or affords me kind of this opportunity to do things that are different, that are unique. It allows me like, so weird stuff that I like. So this is cool. So uh, I, I've just recently or in the past year gotten really into archery. Um, like I love, and, and to me, it's like meditation. You just go out there, it's you, the target, boom. And like, that's all you can focus on. Cause if you're not focused on the bullseye, it's going to sail 20 yards up or to the left or to the right. Like, so like, but doing archery, like I was, it took me out of my comfort zone. Like I've never been, like, I don't know anything about it. Like I still, I've been doing it for a year. I don't know what anything's called. Like, I don't know the right form, but like it, it stepped out of my comfort zone and I did it Um, on, you know, the personal training side. Like in my head, I was like, man, I can't just go to LA fitness and just go through the motions. So I joined a ninja gym. So I'm doing ninja training right now to be like on American Ninja Warrior and stuff like, and so it just kind of pushed that with like the TV show stuff. Like I always just wanted to get to that next level. And you know, it's this, it's, it's kind of that Kaizen principle. And I never thought of it that way, but it's just, you know, always, always keep learning, always keep improving. And I think, again, that's what I'm trying to do is, I mean, I, I just turned 35 and I feel younger than I've ever felt in my entire life. Um, and I feel like things are just starting. And there's so many people who are 18, 20, 25, who are looking at their friends and maybe they're doing more than them or less than them, or whatever it is. And we're comparing, but dude, like if I told, if my eight, if I told my 18 year old self that this is what I'd be doing now, like at 35, like you think you're done, like, cool. I'm in corporate job, wife, two kids, like, dude, I'm just getting started. And I think that's what, what fuels me. And what excites me is that this is just the beginning. Like I got, you know, 65 years left, you know, to continue to kick ass and take names and uh, I'm just going to keep doing it every day. So, okay, I, do you have time for one more question? Yeah, man, rock on. Okay. I want to know, um, I, with all of the things that you have going on, is there is there a vision that you have or some type of um, passion product, project that's brewing inside you that is bigger than what you're doing already? I mean, you're speaking yeah. all the world. You're doing all of this stuff. Like, what is there something else in there? So there's a, so this goes back to vision. So the overarching vision, um, is to be the Ryan Seacrest of the small business entrepreneurial world. And that means, well, it means a lot of things, but the two easy to grasp things are the, I want to make the Greg Rollette brand as big as possible, right? So Seacrest has his radio shows. He hosts things. He's in the spotlight, but he uses the fact that he's in the spotlight to now launch other shows on other networks. And he's a, he licenses the brand out and he does all of these ancillary things in the pop culture world. And so that's really where, where I'm looking at to take these things is, you know, looking at it from that lens of how can we build the brand so that people see us as the thought leaders, as the experts, as the people doing cool things, not necessarily to fuel the ego. Yes. Again, does it feel good and all that stuff? Yes. Cool. But it allows me to open doors for other projects. Um, so again, the example. Uh, so this year, Ambitious Adventures got picked up by Entrepreneur. It's been an amazing journey. You can go to entrepreneur.com and, and search for Ambitious Adventures and watch it there. Um, but now, uh, because I got the show on there, well, now when I find that next project, I can bring somebody else um, onto that, will potentially bring somebody else onto that platform a whole lot easier. Um, I'm able to break someone a whole lot easier. It was, um, you know, so I think that's kind of the cool, bigger thing is that the larger we build this brand, the easier it's going to be to help other people to fulfill their mission and their vision and their goals. I love that. So what any last words that you have for the audience? 
Yeah. Um, something I've been talking a lot about lately that I, that I really believe in is stop waiting for permission. Stop waiting for someone to, to bless you and tell you that now is the time to do whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter if that's starting a business, if that's getting in shape, if that's changing your diet, if that's, you know, leaving your boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, and, and starting something new. If it's asking that person uh, out, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, but stop waiting for someone's permission. You're waiting for, you know, I, I wrote this today. Like you're waiting for permission from like your mom to like your music. Like mom ain't going to like your music. Just go out and do it anyway. Right. You're waiting for your, your wife to like your business plan. Well, your wife don't like your business plan. She's going to like it a whole hell of a lot better when you're making money from that business plan. Um, you know, no one is going to bless you and be like, all right, Josh, You've been doing your, your show now for, you know, two years. Now you can get distribution for that show or you've been in business for 20 years. Now you've been knighted and, and you can write a book. Like it's on you. If you want to make that change, no guru, no expert, no one like me, no one like you is going to help you to make that change, but you are. So stop waiting for permission. Stop waiting for the tax check to come in for something cool to happen. Stop waiting till after Thanksgiving to start the diet. Stop waiting for the New Year's resolution. Like, freaking start, man. There's no one that's going to give you permission. No one gave me permission to be a rapper and tour the country. No one gave me permission to start a reality show. No one gave me permission, you know, to, to marry my high school sweetheart to have two amazing kids. Like, no one gives you permission for anything. It's up to you. Um, and the faster you realize that, the faster, you know, good things will happen. You know, goals will come true. Dreams will come true. And you will live a much more ambitious life. Dude, I, I cannot thank you enough for coming on, man. I know you're so busy, but it means the world to me. Um, thank you, man. the time to do this. So thank you very much. And, uh, man, just got it. I, I'm, I'm going to be cheering from afar, man, but I'm really, really excited for everything you have going on. And you keep me inspired every day, and I'm really, really happy to know you, man. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you and everything you're doing. And uh, I'm glad people are here. They're watching, and, and they're getting something from it. Just keep pressing on, man. I know you got big things in store for yourself as well. Thank you, man. God bless. See you soon. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Holy crap. That was amazing. Wow. I didn't even really need that. that I didn't even know what to say. Um, I will get, I'll make sure to post his website. Um, yeah, he was awesome. Tia, Sandy, thank you guys so much. Michelle, I should have had him answer your question. I'm so sorry. Stop waiting for permission. Absolutely right. Guys, so funny, funny story, if you want to hear it. So I had the privilege of um, meeting with Greg and one of his business partners that he does ambitious adventures with. And this was around the time that I was supposed to do the show for Fox Business. And I sat down with them about being on the show. I was so floored and blown away by him then. Um, and of course, the TV thing fell through, unfortunately. So to get him to come on to this platform, which is not television, um, it means a lot to me. It's a definite, definite blessing to me. Um, yeah, it was. Thank you so much for saying that. I, he did it. It was all him. I, if you guys, if you listen, I know he dropped knowledge. I know that he dropped amazing information that is so valuable. So if you feel like somebody would benefit from this, Please share it. Please tag them in the video. Please share it. Um, Greg is an amazing guy. I'm telling you right now, I've watched him transform people's businesses um, and their lives. It just, he does amazing work. So I'm going to make sure to plug his websites down here in the comment section. But again, if you felt like someone would benefit from that, um, please share it. I mean, the guy is featured in Entrepreneur Magazine all the time. I mean, how much... He's, again, he knows what he's talking about. He probably has won 
of the most well-rounded people I know in the industry. Um, and again, he's not just about success and he's not just about preaching like you've got to grind it all the time. You heard him. He schedules time. He makes time with his family. He makes time with his kids. And he's making time for personal fitness. He is doing amazing stuff. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Twyla. Um, God bless you guys. Listen, I am so thankful for you. Uh, I'm so grateful for you. This, uh, again, it meant the world to me. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your likes. Thank you for all that you do and helping make this a success. Because, again, the more, believe it or not, this is the way this works, okay? A little insight. The more people that see this show, the more people are willing to come on it and be guests. Like, I love, you know, I love it when I'm just goofing around and, and doing the show and trying to have fun and, like, entertain you guys. But, I mean, truthfully, I love this format. Like, I love being able to interview people, to get a different perspective, to get knowledge um, from real people that are really doing it, that are doing things the right way. So, you know, the more people that watch um, and the more shares that you send, it allows me to get more guests. It really does. Um, anyway, guys, thank you again. I love you so much. Again, please share. Please like. Um, oh, I'm going to give a shout-out real quick to SoCo. Um, God, that light always throws it off, and you can't see it. This stuff right here. This is the skincare that I'm using right now, believe it or not. It has CBD, coconut oil, and shea butter in it, and it's all I use. This stuff works as good as anything I've ever had, which is shocking because it's $40, not $500. Anyway, so big shout-out to Soko Cannabis Creations. I love you guys. A shout-out to you. Have a great day today. Tell someone you love them. Tell someone you're grateful for them. And if you have the opportunity to help someone, dead gum it, do it. And don't wait. You heard it. You heard me said, don't wait. Quit waiting for other people for you to go live your dream. Live it now. God bless. See you soon. Bye-bye.